Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Ribbon. This podcast is brought to you by Pete's Car Smart Kia. These guys are not here just to sell you a car, but they believe in building relationships with their customers and the community. Visit their website at petescarsmartkia.com and be sure to follow them on their social media platforms as well. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Ribbon. My name is Ryan Parnell, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and oncology nurse, Pam McMillan. Hey, Ryan. How are you today? I'm doing good, Pam. I'm, I'm loving uh, this time of year. You love it. I do. You know, sometimes it can be very stressful So for some of our survivors. Um, some people don't always enjoy the holiday season. Yes, and I, I, I understand that and totally get it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of strange how a joyful occasion cannot be so joyful. Right. You know, it's a lot of stress that we put on ourselves that we have to, maybe we're not feeling good that day and they feel like they have to be on their um, best. On their A game. Yeah, on their air game and have to do all the things that they used to do prior to cancer. Yeah. And that and that's true, right, for any stage of cancer. Right. Maybe even a year or two post-cancer and having kind of a, a flare-up or, or something like that, right? Right. You know, and it's just, you know, we want to make sure that we give them all the tools um, so that they can cope with the holidays coming up real soon, right? That's right. And that's kind of one of the things we set out with from the beginning of the podcast, right? We wanted to make sure we provided good, helpful educational information Mm -hmm. and really kind of covered some of those difficult topics because no one wants to be sad or in in a hurting or any of that, especially at Thanksgiving and moving into Christmas. And I know for women or for myself, it's hard to um, say, no, I can't do that. Or can you help me? And so um, we want to just make sure that we give them all the tools to help them yeah. with the holidays coming. Absolutely. Real soon. And I'm super excited about our guest uh, yeah. that's here to help us um, kind of navigate through some of this. Um, you know, I, I never claim to be the expert um, Pam, you're more of an expert in this in these areas here than I am being clinical. Um, but we've brought in uh, uh, someone that I've known for quite some time, um, a, a friend of, of the uh, 24 Hours in the Canyon and of the Survivorship Center, uh, Kristen Clark. She's a licensed professional counselor joining us today. Kristen, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Thank you both for having me. Yes, doing great, doing great. Let's, let's uh, tell our listeners kind of a little bit about you and how you are acquainted and and a part of 24 hours. Okay. Um, well, we have been involved with the event 24 hours in the Canyon, I believe since the first year you had it, my husband, uh, rides bikes and now I do too. It's the way we can hang out and spend time together and, uh, de-stress. Yes. Um, so we have been supporters of 24 hours in the Canyon every year. Um, we see where the money goes that is raised at that event and it is amazing. It is, um, something that our community needs. And, um, I'm thankful that our community has the survivorship center. Um, my parents, uh, benefit from the services provided at, um, the survivorship center. They attend groups. They have come to the yoga classes. They, um, my, my stepmom has come to some of the art classes mm-hmm. and different activities mm-hmm. that have been a part of it. And so we have personally experienced it. Um, I feel like from all directions and, um, so we, we are just big supporters of it and always will be. So listeners will want to know, do you do the whole 24? Um, I have not done a solo 24. Yet. I ha- well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> maybe, maybe this next year. Maybe next year. <laughs> or even the year after. I'll start <laughs> hydrating now. No. <laughs> um, 
but yes, I have not yet. My husband has. Um, so not yet. I've always done a team, but either way, it is so fun. And I even want to encourage people who don't ride bikes, come out and hang out the weekend of 24 hours in the Canyon because, um, the energy around that event, just knowing why you're there is tremendous. And coming out off the start line and you see all those cancer survivors line, um, the park road going to start the race. I get emotional every time and you, you high five them. They're out there cheering for you. And you see these people who have been battling cancer and they're out there in the heat to cheer everybody on. And it's just, it is so it's something you carry with you until the next year. You're like, I can't wait for the next 24 <laughs> hours in the canyon. You know, Ron, it's so funny. Um, anytime we bring up 24, what's the first thing that people say? The survivor send off. Yeah. So the survivors out there listening, we yes. want to make sure that you join us next year. Um, June 3rd and 4th. We know how important it is yes. for you to come out as a community, but also support those um, riders. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, you know, put that in your phone, put that on your calendar, June 3rd and 4th next year. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that would be on the June 3rd, which is that Saturday morning. Uh, it's that Saturday morning. We take care of it all. Uh, you know, you, you come down, um, everybody's in the same matching shirts. This isn't even what we came to talk about, but this no. is a good, a good, <laughs> a little good segue. Um, and, and it's, it's a great time because you get to have lunch afterwards there at the Canyon. You get to be a part of the beauty that is Paladero Canyon. Yes, it can be a little warm, but we have water, we have shade umbrellas, we have everything for you to make it, um, doable Enjoyable. and, mm-hmm. um, even a way to get you down from the top. If you say, there is no way I'm driving down in the Canyon, the park works with us and, um, um, provides transportation down to the canyon mm-hmm. uh, floor. And um, it's just a wonderful time. And uh, Kristen, I can't thank you enough for bringing that up because this is a good time to start thinking about that. I know. It'll be here before <laughs> we know so it. Just it, like Thanksgiving I know, next week. I know. Well, let's dive in a little bit about how um, our listeners can maybe um, take a break or some tips and some tricks and some ways that they can kind of cope with that holiday stress. Mm-hmm. Um it's like Pam was talking about, you know, I feel like we've, we have to take it all on because it happens once a year. You go into that holiday season and you almost expect perfection yes. out of yourself and out of everything. You know, uh, the Thanksgiving meal has to be prepared perfectly. The presentation has to be perfect. Um, you know, and even going into Christmas, you yes. know, uh, we feel like everything has to be done exactly how we picture it in our minds. And that's just not life a lot of the time. Kind of that Hallmark card, right? Yes, in the way (laughs) it's always done because grandma did it and we have to do it and tradition. Absolutely. And I think some, you know, in bringing up, you know, somebody who may be undergoing cancer treatment at that time, there may be a big family tradition that is on them to carry on and they just don't feel, they don't feel like doing it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that there are a lot of pressures with a time that it brings so much joy. It also puts a lot of stress, um, a lot of stress on, on families and on cancer, people going through cancer treatment also. So, so what are some ways that survivors can not have such a stressful holiday? Um, I go, when I think about that, I go to, um, just a general, um, identifying your, your coping skills, you know, what gives you reprieve from feeling stressed Is it giving yourself a little bit of a break? Do you have a house full of people? You love all these people. You want all those people to be together in your house. But if you start to feel overwhelmed, give yourself permission to take a walk around the block. Um, You know, grab your dog, grab your niece, grab, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. um, 
if reading gives you reprieve from your stress, journaling, anything, give yourself permission to take a break. It is okay. And, um, so, uh, you know, that's one of those things, Pam, that has come up a lot of times, Mm -hmm. um, giving yourself permission. I think, you know, in one of our early episodes last year, the mayor talked about giving herself permission to take a nap. I remember that. I know. (laughs) That's a good one. I'm still waiting on our boss to let us start taking naps. I know. (laughs) They have siestas in other countries. I know they do. They do. And, and, you know, that's hard even on like me or, Mm -hmm. I mean, not going through cancer treatment is giving yourself permission to do whatever you can do to help allevi- alleviate that stress or alleviate the, um, the, the must be perfect situation. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really want to stress that with everybody. And I think that's a, a really good thing. And I mean, that's almost like the best thing you can do is just, is give yourself permission to do X, whatever X right. is. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And have a plan. You know, if you know that you're going into a stressful a, a situation that could be stress producing, you know, give yourself a plan. If I start to feel this way, if I start to feel overwhelmed, um, I'm going to go take a 20 minute walk, you you know, give yourself a plan or, um, so you have some predictability where, because sometimes knowing that you're going to be stressed just piles on the stress. So, you know, what about maybe even, um, having a partner in that plan, absolutely your spouse, your, your, your sister, your brother, your, your oldest, Mm -hmm. you know, child or whatever the case may be. Hey, if I'm not feeling up to it, it, you, I need your help. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a great idea. Have your almost a little accountability partner. You know, if I start <laughs> to feel, you know, irritable or tired, um, would you, you know, would you go would to you jump in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that, um, I love about Thanksgiving is having family together, mm-hmm. but can be incredibly stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best things I know that some folks that, of course, I'm relating non-cancer situations to a cancer situation, which I think is fair. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have to stay at your house. True. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to throw that out that there. That is true. They don't have to stay at your house. Motel 6. There's a the light there, on, right? There are. <laughs> there are I, I don't care where you live, where you're listening to us from, where you live. There's a hotel there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's got to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's a good answer. Right. I mean, and, and having those boundaries, having boundaries with ourselves and, you know, and with our family, it's good for everybody. I mean, yeah. And this may be too late now to figure out for Thanksgiving, but Christmas is right around the corner. So now's the time probably to start having those discussions. If you are in charge of Christmas and having, you know, 52 people in your house mm-hmm. stresses you to the max, now's the time probably to start having those discussions. Mm-hmm. You know, you talked about boundaries and setting boundaries. I think for me personally, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So how do we politely set these boundaries with other people knowing that this is my limit? I think that is the thing about the biggest misconception about setting boundaries is that we feel like if we're setting boundaries, we're being unkind. Mm -hmm. But setting boundaries, um, again, it's good for everybody involved. And... um, you know, setting boundaries, I, it's biblical. It's, um, and it's, and if we're able to take care of ourselves in that situation, then, um, you know, then it's necessary to, well, and I would venture to say too, having a good boundary set in place probably will make the whole event and time together that much more enjoyable. 
Right. Because everybody is on the same page, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone knows you're coming to my house and you're leaving or you're coming to my house and you're bringing X, Y, and Z and we're going to do this. And then um, I'm not, I'm going to need to take, you know, a 20, y'all can do whatever you want to do, but I'm going to need to do this. Right. Yeah. In order for me to be able to make it through the rest of the day. Right. I think Mm -hmm. we go back to uh, one of the very first episodes we did with Mary Margaret Gertie. Talking the about the, the spoons, spoons, the spoon theory. Yeah, talking about the spoon theory. I got to save some spoons mm-hmm. because if I don't, um, I'm going to be in really bad shape by the end of the day. And so um, that those are things. And I, listen, I encourage you, go back in, in season one. It was probably one of our very first episodes, uh, maybe number two or three, talking about um, self-care. Right. And I think that plays right into this, this scenario as well. Self-care leading into the holidays. What about those people living with metastatic disease? Um, you know, we don't always have to focus on cancer. Um, you know, I think sometimes as caregivers or families, we think, oh my gosh, is this going to be the last one? Or what, you Absolutely. know, how do we make that situation not so uncomfortable where we can enjoy the present time and not worry about tomorrow? I think that that takes a lot of, um, intentional thinking, you know, Mm -hmm. just to really bring yourself that mindfulness, practicing that mindfulness, you know, let's be here in this present moment. We are all here together right now. You know, everything else is out of our control. And so we have to kind of focus on that bubble, like what is in our control, this current moment, our feelings, you know, how we choose to respond to things. And so just really just really making yourself stay in that present moment and enjoying picking out the positives too, because I think that sometimes, and I'm guilty of this, but I go to the negative place mm-hmm. a uh, lot. Isn't that just human yeah. nature? Um, yes. uh, same here. So yeah, I dwell on that. But I mean, uh, yeah, being in, as you said, intentional being in that moment of being present while that that is going on with your family. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Um, you know, and that may, that may mean, you know, removing distractions to just, um, not worrying about what's coming tomorrow, not, you know, not worrying about, you know, the black Friday sale and, you know, all the other things that go along, you know, just all the ancillary stuff that comes along with the holiday and just, just being present in that moment. One thing too, I think I, I just thought of, as you were talking about that, of being present and being a part of the moment, Kristen is how about this? How about having someone, maybe it's your brother, maybe it, you know, I don't know, a family member or your spouse be the the bad person, if you will. And by that, I mean, I, I here's what I would want. This is me personally. And I don't know if this is even, this is probably not the most um, perfect thing, but I'm telling you, I think I would, I would appreciate this so much is if I don't want to deal and, and talk about how's your treatment going, mm-hmm. Where, I mean, what's next? Um, when's your next scan? Cause you know, that's going to come, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to come. Ha- I would want Kimberly, my wife, I would want someone to go to reach out to my family that's coming and say, Hey, we're not talking about cancer, right? We're not dealing with this. Yeah. It's not this a guest is, at our table. Yeah. This time we are not having discussions. Don't bring it up. Yeah. You know, and, and there we go. And I would appreciate that as a survivor. If that was me to be able to say, Hey, I t- if if they, if they came to me and said, "Hey, I took care of it," we're not going to talk about it. We're going to spend the, this entire time enjoying the holiday. You know, recently a survivor came in and said, "You know, I'm a human. I was human before cancer. I'm a human after cancer. We don't always have to talk about cancer." Yeah. And so, um, 
in the the tone of voice, she said that really bothers her. Like when people say, oh, you're going through cancer. I'm so sorry. How about have a different voice? Oh, how are you? You know, mm-hmm. um, so I think that probably plays into the holidays where you want to know how they are, but do you really want to know mm-hmm. how they are? And do they really want to tell you how they yeah. are? Especially when everybody is probably asking them. Yes. Right? Relatives they haven't seen or talked to in a while. Everybody's asking, mm-hmm. asking them. Yeah. It, right. I mean, this is a, a terrible equation, but it's like um, if you broke your leg and you're wearing a cast, I bet you get asked a gajillion times, what happened? <laughs> you yeah, know? Right. And What'd so you do? It's, it's the, yeah. It's the exact same thing with this is, um, and I think it goes back to, again, give yourself permission to give someone that task um, of saying, Hey, here's what we're going to do with this holiday. Yeah. And there's your boundaries right there too. I mm-hmm. mean, and it's helpful for everyone because that may take some pressure off of the caregivers and the people that are, you know, that are going to be around too. attending and so mm-hmm. forth. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else, Kristen, that, that you can like shed some light on our, on our, um, this situation with our listeners? Um, you know, this is kind of some generality with stress, but you know, stress is a part of life. It is something we experience every day, you know, and there's a couple of different types of stress. You know, we have distress, which is the bad stress. And then we have you stress, which is the good stress, you know? So I think that sometimes, um, I think sometimes stress can give a, it can have a, you know, gets a bad rap, but there is some good stress because stress, you know, it's that our brains releasing Mm -hmm. those hormones saying like, Hey, something's in your environment that is, causing you some trouble. And so that's an indication that a change needs to be made. So we can take advantage of our stress. If you are feeling stress, you know, like, Hey, um, I need to do something different. Um, so, so that's when stress can be a good thing. Now, when stress morphs into the distress is when it's chronic, something that, you know, that's causing you stress over a, a longer period of time, you know, just to be, um, just to be aware of how we're feeling. But again, we can use that stress to our advantage. You know, I'm starting to fear, feel more um, irritable. I'm starting to sleep more or less. I'm starting to eat more or less yeah. around Thanksgiving. I mean, oh, yes. that mm-hmm. might not be the best gauge <laughs> of time if you're eating more. I don't know. But, um, but just, you know, we can make that stress work for us to know when and where we need to make changes in our routine, our environment, and in our relationships. So while stress is not a, not a great thing, um, we can we can use it. That that's interesting. Almost like um, kind of a, a hidden gem, maybe yes. of saying, "Oh, I've, I've noticed this, and I notice this when I do this, mm-hmm. or when I don't do, when I don't get enough sleep, mm-hmm. I notice I'm more stressed and I'm irritable. Mm-hmm. So, how are we going to fix that? Well, maybe if you're not sleeping, maybe it's a call to your doctor. Right. You know, maybe it's a call to your nurse to say. I'm, I'm not sleeping well and it's causing me to be this way. Um, you know, remember we've talked about how many times, Pam, have we talked about being your own best advocate? I think we've talked about <laughs> it on every single episode. It used to be communication, right? It used to be right. communication was the thing. And again, communication in this uh, episode as well. But, um, being your own best advocate, if you've noticed like that, for instance, that your doctor and the, the nurse, they're there for you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're the consumer but they don't always know what's going on unless you communicate Unless that. you share, unless you share, you know, and that's a good point to being able to turn that stress into um, something good. Um, another good thing I thought of while you were talking about too, is maybe you need to call Melanie. 
Oh yeah. And maybe <laughs> Melanie is our massage mm-hmm. uh, oncology massage therapist. And um, if, if she's not at the center, you know, you have to look at the calendar and see when she's at the center, if she has openings. But remember she does massage outside of the cancer survivorship center. Right. Um, and so maybe that's a good thing to say, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take care of myself and I'm going to call Melanie because she knows about oncology and massage. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to call her and go see. Even if it's not for the massage, she has a very calming voice. She does. She does. <laughs> Makes you feel safe. So yeah, you know, that's a great stress reliever. Yep. Or maybe come to the walking group or come to one of our yoga classes. Those are, those are all good opportunities to do support group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Support yeah. group. Finding community is so important for all of us. I mean, we were never meant to carry any burden alone. And um, there's something about being able to just tell your story to somebody else that, um, you know, it can, it can normalize how you're feeling. And especially being in the company of other people who know exactly what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is this place. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kristen, is there anything else that you have that maybe little ideas or things that you can impart to our, our listeners? Um. And it's obviously it's okay if you don't. I just think, you know, we've, we've covered quite a bit of good stuff um, in a very short period of time because I think, uh, you know, you guys, and, and, and this is by no means, you know, we're not going to solve all the problems today. We're no. not going to give you everything under the sun. These are just little maybe um, a larger screwdriver or a larger hammer than what you had in your toolbox mm-hmm. previously. Um, and then those are all good things. I think... Um, sometimes we just need to be aware and we, my own self, um, need to be aware of, um, how stress affects us. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's a huge key point. I agree. And I think, you know, with Thanksgiving just around the corner and, you know, Christmas following shortly after that, um, you know, we may be able to predict what, what some of these stressors are going to be for us. And, so, you know, just again, you know, going, uh, having a plan, knowing what you're going to do, you know, putting, um, putting support group on your calendar, putting a yoga class on your calendar mm-hmm. where you have something to look forward to. Like, you know, this time is a, is a great time. It's a, t- a joyful time, you know, but I'm going to be tired at the end of it. So this is what I'm going to do afterwards sure. or during, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, but well, and one thing you said too, having a plan. So if you know, and I'm going to just throw this out there, Pam, you, you're probably a better expert on this. If you know you're getting chemo on this day. You probably know what your side effects yeah, are. Yeah, you know what's about to come. Yeah. You know yeah. what's about to come. So you know maybe on two days from t- today when you have chemo in two mm-hmm. days mm-hmm. or a week later, whatever the case may those days are, that's not a, probably a good day to do things. You know, that may not be a good day for everybody to come over. But I like what she said, you know, um, putting it on your calendar. Sometimes we don't um, feel like we need to put stuff for ourselves. Self-care is the bottom of the list. It takes the back burner. And especially as a mom, we think, oh, we don't need that. It's okay to schedule time for yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, you Uh, can't take care of the people around you if you are not taking care of yourself. Right. Uh, That's very true. That's very true. And I, you know, and, 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 Speaking to two moms, I know, um, and, and, and seeing um, my wife as a mom, you guys take it all on. It's like, I got to cook this, and I got to do that, and I got to do this, and I got to, and, and da, 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 da. And again, having that plan um, of delegating, you know, mm-hmm. I think we've talked about that a couple of times where delegating is, um, it's very valid, and it, it can be freeing. And of course, we know, obviously, it can be stress relieving. But, it, but it's hard. But also a well-planned out um, 
doesn't always go the way it's supposed to. Right. You know, and it's okay to take a detour. Yeah. It is okay to not expect the, or to accept the imperfections that. Yeah. That may, it can still yeah. be a great weekend. It right. can still be a great holiday time. Absolutely. I mean, it's time together. Right. Maybe the turkey was a little dry. Maybe the dressing was not quite as crispy. Uh huh. <laughs> and, and and it's okay. It's okay. Just put some extra gravy on it. Yeah, there you go. Or the tin cakes <laughs> didn't get baked. Or you know, it's okay. Things can be different. Yeah, they can be different. And I think sometimes those different situations, you know, holidays being different. Maybe it's not the same. It's different. Hey, this year we're gonna do this and it's totally different i think those are some of the most memorable holiday memories i have absolutely and and i'm just saying i'm throwing that out there maybe it's not you have to bake grandma's you know 10 layer chocolate cake that takes two weeks to do i mean you know maybe (laughs) i don't know how well that cake would taste after two weeks (laughs) maybe that's not what you do you know you you don't maybe you can buy a store-bought crust Mm -hmm. i listen no one's going to turn down chocolate cake or pecan pie. Right. I mean, if it's a store-bought, I mean, store-bought crust is okay. Absolutely. Whatever makes it easier on you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I like the delegating idea too, you know? Yes. Spread out the duties. And and it's okay to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And to talk about how you're feeling. You know, if you're feeling stressed, share that right. with your family. Yeah. Well, Ryan, I know I've learned a lot. How about you? I... I feel like maybe I've got some serious homework. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not a I'm not a good delegator sometimes. No. I'm uh, not very good at saying no because I feel like I've got to do it all. Yeah. No. I, I think, you know, um I think we just described our two homework. Mm-hmm. Uh our set of homework for myself and you. So maybe I should go home and tell Kevin he's cooking everything. He's cooking everything. I think that is the <laughs> solution. I think that is it. <laughs> we might be having McDonald's and that's okay. And that's okay. You know, there are restaurants open on Thanksgiving. There are. I know. I mean, there mm-hmm. are those restaurants and, and, and even at Christmas time, they're, they're open. So um, if that's an option, no one's going to judge. And if they do judge, then... You have Pam's permission to smack them. How's that? <laughs> Pam told me I could do that. Pam this. said. That's right. Said, you go for it. <laughs> no, I, thank you, Kristen, for joining us. And, and thank you for having me. Sharing, you know, just some some things. And these are all just gentle reminders. We're not, mm-hmm. we're not judging, uh, as I said. Mm-hmm. We're not coming down on you. Um, we know it's hard. Um, gosh, it can be hard not having cancer and having, you know, family dynamics and whatever at Thanksgiving and at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um, so really and truly this podcast could be for anyone. That's right. Uh, so maybe our homework should be if um, they share it with one person. Yes. Share it with one person. One person. And then, and then I think too, your, the, the application is put something into practice, um, whether it's simply just putting something on your calendar. Um, and maybe that's kind of as we move into the new year as well, you know, mm-hmm. starting that, that practice of making sure you find something on our calendar. Right. Um, to, to put on your calendar and say, I'm going to make time to go to this uh, pound class in the evening, or I'm going to make time to go to a walking group or make time to do art or whatever the case may be. Ryan, um, for those that are listening, wondering where's the calendar? Yeah, where's the calendar? How do they get it? Very simple. You have two, e- well, three actually, easy, easy ways. One, it's on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. 24 Survivorship. Uh, two, you can uh, go to our website, uh, the number two, four survivorship.org. And then the third way is you can call Mary bell 
And uh, Maribel is at 806-331-2400. And make sure you're on our email list. Uh, you might check your spam folder or your junk folder. Sometimes we hear that it goes there, but um, it's a mass email that goes out usually a week before the month starts and uh, you can get our calendar there. And there's about 50 or 60, sometimes more options to mm-hmm. choose from. Uh, not saying that you have to be a part of everything, but just find something that suits you best. That's right. You know, that brings us to our last segment of our podcast. We like to leave listeners with a Pete's Powerful Moment. We are sponsored by Pete's Car Smart Kia. Do you have a powerful moment that you could share with our listeners, Kristen? Um, I do. Um, when I think when I think about something to share, I, I keep going back to my grandparents. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother and my grandfather had cancer at the same time. He had colon cancer and she had uh, lung cancer. And um, they were both undergoing chemo at the same time. And I think back on the holidays around that time. And I remember um, they both did not have hair. In fact, we have a picture of them sitting at the table. Um, It was either at Thanksgiving or Christmas because we were all there. And they both had on, my granddad had on this huge hat that had flowers on it. And then my grandma had on a cowboy hat. I think they just switched. And um, it was just the best picture. And I have it. I mean, I have it like out in my house because I just look at them and I think back on that time and how stressful that was for them, you know, and for our family because it was both of them. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, my grandmother started journaling. That is how she coped with the stress, um, you know, and the grief surrounding that time in her life. And I still go back and read her journal, her journal mm-hmm. entries. And you guys, they are so impactful. I just look at how she coped with that. And, you know, journaling doesn't work for everybody, but she found, she found her coping skill and she found her way to externalize that stress in a healthy way. And she was so resilient through that. They both were. And, um, so I just think about them and how they coped with that time. And, um, what, what a, what a neat blessing to have her journal. Yeah. And not only the picture, I mean, and, and have the family memories of, of that mm-hmm. as, um, as the time they were through, but then to have her journal and be able to scroll through there and read. That is so cool. You know, I have a journal from both of my grandparents just about coming to America, but that's wonderful. Well, yeah. Just a different thing to look back and think, look what they've gone through and what amazing people they are and how to share it with your kids now. So what a way to cope wow. just by journaling. Yeah. But journals don't have to be shared, right? That's right. They don't have to be. Well, we talked about that once before, too. Sometimes journals are meant to be tossed in the trash or burned or shredded or, you know, whatever the case may be. I have a a friend that has a journal for her family and a journal for the trash. Oh, that is a that's a great tool. (laughs) Wow. That's how she, you know, if she wants to share some memories, she writes it in the family. And if not, they go to the trash. (laughs) I like that. So so two journals. I like how how you said that a journal for the family and a journal for the trash. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my goodness. The way to cope is important. That's right. That's right. Well, we hope that you guys have um, at least found a a, a tip or, you know, something that you can implement uh, it's so important. This holiday season is um, uh, meant to be a special time, and it's meant and it's supposed to be um, about family and about the the season and so forth. And so, um, we hope that maybe there's something here that that you can apply, something that you can take to heart, and um, just make your holiday season that much better 
that much more enjoyable. Um, and just remember that we're always here. We're always here to help. Um, if it's, you know, something that you're, you're going through and, and you just need someone to talk to, we have, uh, some LPCs that we work with that, you know, always available to be able to, to, to sit down and visit with you and, and, and help you out during, during those times. As, as Kristen said, we're not meant to go through life in general alone. Mm-hmm. And, um, we, we always say that you're not, you don't have to go through cancer alone. Um, if you don't have someone at home or have a support network, we would love to be your support network. We have lots of opportunities for that, mm-hmm. including a, a, a mentor program, all kinds of things. So uh, remember that. Uh, I mean, I know this is a hectic time and, and um, uh, uh, just want you to remember that. The other thing is we always want to leave our listeners with it. If you'd like to help support this podcast and help support uh, what goes on here at the Cancer Survivorship Center. We make it really easy. Uh, there's a simple way to do it. You can go to our website. Uh, it's the number 24survivorship.org slash donate. And uh, whether it's a, a small donation or, or whatever the case may be, um, we will put 100% of that back into programs like we have here at the Survivorship Center, like the yoga class that's going on and uh, the counseling sessions and so forth. So we want to thank you guys uh, for listening. Uh, be sure, as Pam said, your homework is to share this and then apply it. And then make sure you join us next week for another great episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Make sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast and follow us on social media for news and updates. If you'd like more information about the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center, please visit our website, 24survivorship.org. Thanks again, and we'll be back next week.